The Lord will make the glory of his voice heard in the joy of your heart. Those words from the prophet Isaiah in the entrance antiphon of today's sacred liturgy help to remind us that the coming of Christ to this world is threefold. St. Bernard of Clairvaux explains that the third coming is between the other two and is not as visible as the other two. At his first coming in flesh and weakness, Christ was seen on earth as an infant, a boy, a man, and some who saw him hated him. At his last coming he will come in splendour and majesty, and all will see the salvation he has brought about, even if they don't accept it. In between the two, only those chosen see him, because they see him within themselves. This is his hidden coming, but in spirit and in power. As we behold St. John the Baptist this Sunday, we are reminded about the first coming of our Saviour, as well as that in-between one that St. Bernard mentions. The coming of God's Son to earth is an event of such immensity that God willed to prepare for it over centuries. The Father made everything converge on Christ. All the rituals and sacrifices, figures and symbols of the Old Testament. Christ is announced through the prophets who succeeded one another in Israel. St John the Baptist is Christ's immediate precursor or forerunner, sent to prepare the way. The message of St John the Baptist was clear and strong. Repentance. Turn away from sin. Stop the direction you are going and turn around. Foolish would be the person who set off for northern destinations by going south. Sooner or later, an about-face would be needed. This is what Advent provides for us, if we allow it to be. Notice how in the reading from the prophet Baruch, how God effects change. Generally, out of respect for our free will, God waits for the human person to desire to change and then, with divine grace, he assists in a superlative way for the change to come about. This is described by Baruch as reclothing, the return of sons as princes, the levelling of hills and the filling of valleys. Because God is doing this, then there is hope. And so the clothes of sorrow and distress may be removed. St John the Baptist uses similar imagery to announce that the coming of the Messiah is near and a radical change is needed, not just a slight tweaking of our ways. To be ready for the Messiah meant, and still means, a radical change of attitude. John the Baptist himself had prepared by going out into the desert. 
so that he could recognize Christ when he came. Are you making radical changes in your life? Are the hills being leveled? Are the valleys being filled in? Are you engaging more in daily prayer, particularly the Holy Rosary? Our Lady wants to walk with us and lead us on the pathway of conversion. Are you going to Mass every Sunday as expected? Have you scheduled when you will make your Christmas confession? None of these things is really hard to do because in doing them God will refresh and deepen within us the virtue of hope. Hope is not optimism or happy thoughts. It rises in the soul because our vision has been elevated and expanded so that we can see more than what is around us. We see with the vision of faith. We see supernatural realities that can remain hidden to those whose faith is weak or non-existent. Optimism means we have confidence that good things will happen. But even being optimistic doesn't happen by accident. The optimistic person has good goals and good plans so as to achieve those goals and perseveres in difficult times to achieve them. Hope, however, is the virtue that was infused into our soul at baptism. That means we can't bring it about, but we can work with God to foster it and develop it. Indeed, natural optimism can be elevated by grace so that we want and desire the good that God wants and desires for us, as well as pursuing these goods. This demands the efforts of our will and our cooperation with the grace God gives us, especially in the sacraments. The greatest good God desires for us is everlasting life in heaven. And so we must pray for the virtue of hope to increase, perhaps like this, which is the simple act of hope. O Lord God, I hope by your grace for the pardon of all my sins and after life here to gain eternal happiness because you have promised it, who are infinitely powerful, faithful, kind and merciful. In this hope I intend to live and die. Amen. Throughout a Christian Advent, and especially in the sacred liturgy, there resounds a message full of hope. Not the thought of holidays, pleasures, or good times to come, but a hope which invites us to lift up our gaze to the ultimate horizon, but at the same time to recognise the signs of Emmanuel, God with us in the present. Come, Lord Jesus, come.